folks, Sir Charles Carey here, and I've got a interesting topic for you today, and as you probably can see, what type or what kind of leader are you? Now, this literally isn't going to be a long training. I'm going to jump in and jump out, but I do want to share it at a couple of places, so bear with me for a moment, and uh, by all means, if you like these types of topics, jump in. I'm going to encourage you to ask questions, make comments, uh, because I'm sure you have an opinion, because it's really about you. When I do these broadcasts, it's not about just my perspective, and it's not just about you know what I think. It's about how this can impact you, how this does impact you, and how can you benefit from it. And that's why I do what I do, and that's why I share this type of information, because I think ultimately, you know, we all get to a certain point, regardless of what your profession is, it's not about you. When you're doing music, it's not about you. Now, you may enjoy the process, but the listener is a wider audience. When you're speaking, usually you're speaking to a company or a group of people that need information on a given topic so that they can perform better, learn better. And the same goes with every industry, whether it's carpentry, electronics, HVAC, a ministry. I mean, it really does not matter. It's not about the presenter. It's about how the presenter can share information that others can benefit from. So with that, hey, cousin, what's going on? How you doing? So with that being said, uh, I'm going to jump back and hit you real quick and rich, hit you real hard. What kind of leader are you? And again, the reason I ask is because when there's a lot of things going on in your life or in the world, sometimes it's difficult to take focus and it's difficult to lead. Why? Because you may not be distracted, but the people that you are leading may be distracted. You may be able to keep your focus to continue on to the goal, but the, do the people that are following you, that are watching you, can they do the same thing? And most times the answer is no. Even if they aren't distracted to the point that they do not know what's going on, they're still distracted. Meanwhile, you have your eyes on the prize. You know where you're going. You know all the intricate parts of what it takes to make something happen. And a lot of people simply just do not have that. And that's okay. That's why you are a leader or are the leader. And that's why also you may have what it takes in your industry or in your profession to do what you do. And, you know, write this down. There are natural-born leaders. Now, we all know who the natural-born leaders are. The natural-born leaders are the people that just seem to always have it together. They just always know what to say, how to do things, and you hardly hear anything bad about them. You hardly hear about them failing, falling, uh, coming up short. Okay, that's one type of leader. And there's plenty of things you can say that are positive about that person or that type of person. Excuse me. Now, there are also other leaders. There are leaders that are people that learn a skill, uh, not a talent, but they learn a skill, and they are able to capitalize on or capitalize from what they have learned. Those people are equally important and reliable. And like the first person, they may not uh, show too many 
clinks or chinks in their armor, I think is the, the right expression. So are you that type of person? Because those people, they seem to be part of the good old boys club or the club that they paid they, their dues and they earned it. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you subscribe to that uh, type of leadership, that's fine. Doesn't make them a bad person. The motives is what makes us good or bad. Let's keep it real. And number three, I think there's some people that, honestly, they're followers. And that's how they learn to become leaders. They watch what everyone else has done, and they copy the same thing. The bad part of being a leader that's really a follower or that was a follower, they may not understand the deeper meanings of why they are leading and the science behind it, the nuances behind it, the purpose behind uh, doing the things that they are just replicating or duplicating does not make them bad. They're just a different type of leader. Uh, and cousin, thanks for show, for jumping on. Um, and, and you know, it's my opinion. You know, because I've been around for a little while and I've seen different types of people in leadership, different types of people that are considered leaders. Um, everyone that's in a position of leadership isn't a leader. Let's just keep it real. Everyone that's in a position, sometimes they are there simply because they've been doing it for a long time. That doesn't make you a leader. That's a tenured person that happens to be looked upon as a person that has the information. Does not make you a leader. That is a um, good opportunity, and it can evolve into something more, but that's pretty much cut and dry what that is. Um, you know, we have to see things for what they really are. And whether, whether you're leader number one, natural born, you're learned or you're a follower, you know, a leader shows who they are when change happens. You know, change is something that's going to happen at all points in life. And usually change, it equates to best practices. So when best practices take place or happen in an industry, the leader in that industry usually follows, you know, this new format, this new process, because that's what they've seen. Let me see. Geraldine is saying she meant to call. Okay, thanks. Um, but the point of it all is that when you subscribe to best practices and you have people watching you, they're figuring, well, if the industry is doing things differently, let's do things differently because the industry says we should. Now, you have other leaders, mostly, I would say, eh, well, I, I'm not going to even uh, pick one over the other, but I'll just say this. Other leaders, they change because they want to to change. They evolve. So whether best practices change the way you do things or not, some people, they will shift the way that they do whatever the process is because they find it in themselves that maybe there is a better way. They don't have to wait for the government. They don't have to wait for the uh, company. They don't have to wait for organizations to dictate to them to do things differently. And that's the biggest um, I guess the biggest difference in what I look at a leader, a person that's willing to walk out on a limb 
and do things entirely different than everyone else, regardless, and willing to take that chance, willing to make and take those risks. To me, that's one of the boldest leaders. Now, here's the thing. If they should fail, and many times people fail, leader or not, but if you are a leader that fails and you can own it, you can get back up on your two feet and say, you know what? Things didn't work out the way I thought, but I'm going back to the drawing board. So what does the drawing board look like? The drawing board looks like the same thing it looked like when you got started. If you don't have it naturally, you're going to have to learn the skill to get back on task. And if you are a follower, you may have to follow those that never fell off so that you can get back on task. So you need to ask yourself, what kind of leader am I? And understand what's the best course of action, wherever you work at, however you run your business, or whatever it is that you do. Like Again, it could be in ministry, it could be in music, it could be as an independent contractor. What type of leader are you? Or are you a leader at all? You know, there's a phrase, to thine own self be true. And if you know the truth about who you are, that's not just a start. That's a great start. Because many of us make mistakes, but we can't own it. I was not always a leader. And many times I relied upon the rules to let me know what I can or cannot do. Now, when it's someone else's organization, you only have so much leeway or leverage to do things differently or do things your own way. But when you've been there for a while and you know the ins and outs and you know the personalities, you have a little more uh, flexibility or agility in how you live your life and conduct business, even if others don't like it. Now, you, it's still not your choice to make overall, but you have a little more flexibility. So for me, I know for sure I'm the kind of person who believes that there are rules and you follow the rules for a reason. And you only make exceptions when it makes sense. The exceptions should never become the rule. But if it's your business, you can do what the heck you want, bottom line. So, um, again, you know, understand that just because best practices are, are, are shift or change, and people decide to do things differently, um, yeah, that's a good reason to follow best practices. But again, if you are a person who has your own mindset, you understand the ins and outs of how things are done, you understand how to work with people, you, my friend, probably have that innate talent, gift, and ability to own uh, the good and the bad and to thrive on your own regardless of what's going on. So many people can't do that, don't know how to do that, and are lost without directions. And believe it or not, yes, they are considered leaders. Now, here's the biggest thing. Regardless of what type of leader you are, when things don't go the way you want or the way that they should in your mind or in the organization's, with the organization's preferences, do you know how to live with those results can you live with it you see if you can live with knowing that you messed up something messed up or you have to clean someone else's um, mess up you know i believe in my whole heart 
that you have what it takes and that you are the right kind of person that can deem yourself as a leader. You can be viewed as a leader and there are people that will respect you for what you do and how you do it. So there are more topics like this. Um, you can get them on my site, wordsmithspeakersalliance.com. Uh, many of my colleagues, uh, Darius the Professor Wise, Dr. Mangum, uh, myself, um, I mean, Brian McNeil, uh, Janice McMillan, Tara McMillan, t excuse me, Tamara McMillan, she'll kill me to hear me mispronounce her name, um, Rome Madison, many other leaders have written books about some of the topics that I speak on. They're not my topics, but they are professionals in their own right, and they speak on these personal and professional development topics. And I highly recommend that you go to that site, which is wordsmithspeakersalliance.com. If you have any questions, any comments, please do not hesitate to make them. I'd love to hear your feedback so that I can respond back to you. And also, don't forget, on Thursdays, join us right here on social media at changethebrain.net. I mean, excuse me, change the Facebook uh, groups, Change the Brain. Um, and you'll see our next guest on What's Your Come Up Story. Uh, this week, we're going to have an entrepreneur of entrepreneurs from a musical background. And I'd love to hear his story and share that story with you. Once again, I am Sir Charles Carey, and I'd like to get your feedback. So please leave a comment. Let us know what you're thinking, and we'd more, be more than glad to respond to you accordingly. Have a great day, and see you next time.